Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Multiverse. This is a weekly show where we share our love for everything pop culture, cover the biggest talking points in the world of entertainment, drop some hot takes while going wildly off topic. In this week's episode, unfortunately, we'll give you our reaction to Moon Knight episode one to four, reactions to our first look at uh, For Love and Thunder, the tra- trailer recently dropped. Uh, Warner Brothers is exploring overhauling the DC entertainment, so who better to give them some advice than myself and Mia? And a all-time classic game is getting a remake, plus plenty more. I'm your host, the Mad Titan Hussein. My co-host is the Meme Lord Mia, and welcome to episode 105. Mia, top of the morning. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. It's a lovely sunny day here in uh, beautiful London. Uh, feeling good, man. Woke up, just cracked on with some work, and now chilling and talking about pop culture, dropping some hot takes with one of my favorite guys, so... Life couldn't get any better, could it? Um, let's dive straight into it because there's a lot to talk about and I think we'll, we'll be here for a while. Um, I think the best place to start is... So we start Movie Club? We always usually start Movie Club, so let's just continue that trend. Is that okay? Yeah, um, that's, that sounds good. Yep. Uh, so two movie... Well, there was three picks since we last did a, a normal podcast. It was Sonic Brothers and Tombstone. Obviously, Sonic, we've already done our review, so go check that out. Brothers, I haven't watched. Can't find it anywhere on here, and I am not paying $7.99 for it to, uh, to rent it, so I have to um, just hold on for that. I'm going to definitely come back and loop around and watch that because it's got a great cast. Um, yeah, I think it's a good movie, but it's definitely not worth eight bucks. Yeah, no, definitely no offense not. To, no offense to the movie. Yeah, exactly. And I, I'm not paying eight, eight bucks for that, to be honest with you. Uh, but it's got Jake Gyllenhaal, <coughs> Natalie Portman, and Toby Maguire. And yeah, it's it's definitely something I'm going to loop around and, and, and come back uh, to all, watch. All of them are basically in the MCU now. That's crazy. Yeah, insane. Um, it's available for people in the UK who do want to watch it. It's av- available on Star Play. Uh, yeah, it's part of the Prime membership. I'm not paying extra for that either. So uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch this, Mia. Yeah, I yep. watched it a couple of weeks ago, yep. but I mean, I watched this back in 2009 and it's a good movie. It's, it's like a Iraqi war drama where like, yeah. you know, like a, a soldier, they think he, he died in the yeah. war. It's basically Homeland where oh, okay. Brody gets captured by <laughs> Al-Qaeda, yeah. but you know, he comes back, he, he thinks he's, his wife is sleeping with his brother. You know, I don't want to ruin the movie. Okay, but yeah, no, don't because I, mean, I, I, I really want to watch this movie because I've I haven't seen this movie and it seems like something that I would enjoy. And as I said, it's already got a big cast and I'm I'm a big Jake Gyllenhaal fan. So it reminds me of my barber, by the way. I don't know if I've ever told you this. Your barber but, looks like yeah, like he's literally like for like. I'll take a picture one day and I'll show you. And uh, yeah, like for like. Does, I told- your, does your barber it's um spread a lot of like. Uh, conspiracies and misinformation. No, no. Okay, I was then. You, okay, I, I, I heard something. It was like if your barber doesn't spread misinformation, then he's not a good barber. I was like, that, that, that I, might be right. I've, I've been at my bar before. I'm very. I've known him for like most of my life. Actually, he's a good friend of mine. So okay. yeah. Um. So yeah, that was just off topic. But I, I told some of my friends and some of people in like the girls that I work with in. Uh, in in class and stuff like that and they just go like they go crazy <laughs> like oh it's so funny jake and jake i have to say jake and is a handsome man if i say jake Gyllenhaal is a handsome man does that mean i'm saying my barber's a handsome man could Perhaps. be yeah could be yeah um so definitely gonna come back and watch this um i did watch uh tombstone last night and yep, yep. 
I'm glad I stuck with it. I'll be honest with you. I'm glad I stuck with it because the first hour or so, it was very, very slow. You know, yeah, they, most, most Westerns take, take a while to get going. Yeah, I haven't watched a Western in God knows how long, man, honestly. Like, I honestly can't. I, I think I mentioned it yesterday in, in the group chat. I think the last Western I remember is Cowboys versus Aliens, you know, the yeah, new critic Yeah, one? I think that's a Western. Yeah, uh, that's the last one. I can't remember what. what I, Westerns, Western movies, you know, Western movies are probably... I guess Django counts. You watch Django, right? I've seen Django, but is that, yeah, does Django that count? Counts. Yeah, Django counts. Okay, then Django. But um, Western movies are not really my my cup of tea. You know, I'm not really a big mm. fan of of Western movies. I find that they're they're as you said, they're very very slow to get going. And yeah, you but like when the they... Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is Western. The Mandalorian is Western. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I tell you what, when they do get going, man, they get going, don't they? And the action sequences are so great, man. Like they're just like so nonstop, like no one gives a shit sort of action. But I said this yesterday. I don't think anybody replied. I don't know if that's because nobody agreed with me. But I, feel, I thought this was Val Kilmer's one of his best performances. Oh, yeah, totally. I he, think this yeah. and Heat are up there. For yeah, me. yeah, those two. Like, he, he really kept me engaged and wanting to watch this a lot more than uh, I actually did. And eventually it was, as I said, I'm, I was so happy I, I stuck with it. But he's so charismatic. I just loved his character. I love how... You know, he had a bit of swagger about him. It was like there was an ego. He knew he was the fastest man and and stuff like that. And he knew no one could beat him in a, in, in, like a, in a gunfight. And that rubs off. And it just yeah, it was so good. I I loved it. And the story, the, as I said, the story is relatively slow to get going. But when it does, mm-hmm. the way I saw it, it was just kind of a revenge movie. Eventually, yeah, it, it's a revenge movie. Yeah, it's like uh, some of the members get killed, and rather than leaving, he comes back, and then. He forms the the basically the Avengers and they all go and you know sort Avengers. shit out. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. yeah, he sorts shit out. But they all look so young, man. Like Kurt Russell was like a baby. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie, um, who else was it? There's Bill Paxton, um, and um, what's what's his name? There's Sam Elliott. You, yep. you see him? He's always playing like the. He's always playing himself, basically in movies. Yeah, and there was um. What's his name? Stephen Lang as well. I've seen him in a few movies. I think he was the one that was in um, Don't Stephen Breathe. Lang. Yeah. Was he not in the one in Don't Breathe? That horror movie where they go into rub his uh, or the blind one. Is was it? Him? Yeah. Don't Breathe. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. It's him. You could check that out. That is okay. him. Yeah. That yeah. is him. He was in Avatar too as a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was in Avatar, wasn't he? Um, but I read. Really, I, I thought this cast was well put together, mm-hmm. but I have to say, like, I couldn't stop raving on about Valkyrie, man. Honestly, like, like, like for some reason, like, I, I, I think I missed the the part where he reveals or something that he's ill, and I'm like, why is this guy pale as fuck? Yeah, he had tuberculosis in the movie. <laughs> this reminds me of I mean, you played Red Dead too, haven't you? I did. You remember when he yeah. got yeah. like Did the, he have tuberculosis? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, have. he did. He had the biggest, like, because I think tuberculosis was like the biggest killer back in the days. And mm-hmm. you know what was funny? It's like when you get a gunshot and you can't get the bullet out, they just leave the guy. Like, there's nothing they can do. It was no. so, like, the attention to detail was so great. Like, uh, and I'm assuming that's what, like, you know, life was back in the day. But obviously, you yeah. get diseases, there's nothing, there's no, if there's no treatment or no, that's it. They just leave them. And the guys just there on the, on the pool table and it's like he couldn't get the b- bullet out and the doctor just walks off <laughs> like mm. what are you doing yeah the west was wild 
yeah, man, it's like people getting shot. And the funny thing is, nowadays, when, when someone shoots somebody, they go back and they finish the job and they try and shoot them more than once or twice. You know what I mean? In there, the Western, it's like, they shoot them once, that's it. They know if that bullet's not coming out, he's dead. And they just mm-hmm. leave them lying on the ground. It was just like mental. Uh, I love the opening scene. That was quite uh, intense when they go to the church and at, um, when the wedding's happening and, and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, so that scene was great. My, I've, I think my... Oh, my favorite scene was um uh I think it was one of the, the ending scenes where Valkyrie's meets up with um some of the guy's name. I think it was uh Johnny Ringo. Yep, um, Ringo. Yeah, and he goes, uh say when and he goes, it was just it's, that that face off was so good, man. I loved mm-hmm. it. Um what what do you think of the of the movie? I know you guys have, have seen this before. This was the first time I've I've seen it. Uh, I'm glad I watched it actually, and I'm glad I I, I stuck with it. I know um uh, Jacob's always the one with the unique and random random picks. So this is one of my favorites for him, from him, actually. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I watched this movie, but it reminds you how big of a star Val Kilmer was because this performance is pretty like influential because I feel yeah. like a lot of people try to copy it, like take Boyd Hoidbrook Ho- 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 in Logan. He's basically yeah. doing Val Kilmer in Tombstone. And I think I think he's great as a villain in Logan, but he's he's just doing Val Kilmer in this movie, and yeah, a lot of people just do Val Kilmer in this movie when they're doing like, like the sharpshooter or like yeah. the McCree type. They're just copying Val Kilmer in this movie, mm. and it's it's phenomenal. Like Kurt Russell is supposed to be the star of this movie, but nah, no way, no one no one remembers him. Everyone just remembers Val Kilmer. No way. It's it's uh, just th- disappointing where his career went. Like it's it's a shame to see. But what's he was like? Yeah, he was what's happening star. with him? I don't know if there was. I know there was a was there a Netflix documentary or something? Yeah, or... I think I think he got sick or something. I haven't seen it, but yeah, he got like I think either he can... got sick or cancer, something. wasn't it? Or something. Know. I think he was battling cancer. Or something, might, I, might have been. Yeah, might have been. I, I know there was a documentary or something, and I really wanted to watch it, but um, I felt I like Val Kilmer. You know, every, like from the mm-hmm. movies I've seen him in. Heat, um, Top Gun, uh, this. Uh, I've seen him in a, a few other movies. I can't, can't remember from, from the top of my head. Was he? No, he wasn't in the, the one with uh, Keanu Reeves in the Point Break. No, it wasn't him, was it? No, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. Um, so, yeah, from what I've seen, he's, he's, he's a great actor, you know. And But it is, as you said, it is sad to see him kind of go down um, downhill. I think the... I think it was an Amazon documentary actually, or something like that. I can't, I can't remember. I know he's gone through um, chemotherapy and, and cancer. I think that's what it, what it was. I think mm-hmm. he was having difficult because I think he, when I last saw him spoke, he has that thing where you put up against your throat to speak that uh, that device. So I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's a shame. What a great actor, and uh, he he stole the show from me. I'd I'd recommend this movie. Just give it time. Um, it's it's a very very slow burner. Uh, once they have that whole face off, you think the movie's just done, but it kind of mm-hmm. lays on, and, and 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 I like that. Some movies outstay their welcome. This one, you feel like it outstays its welcome, but it kind of it continues in kind of a a manner that you know does the movie justice. So yeah, de- definitely recommend this. Um, let's talk some TV shows. I know mm-hmm. we've both seen Moon Knight. We are up to date. I am going to start off with a hot take. And I just don't think Marvel know how to make TV shows. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I don't think that's a hot take. I, yeah. Okay. Thank God. Uh, 
I think since Loki, nothing has really captivated me in terms of their TV shows, if you really want to be kind of like objective about them. And if you want to go even further, I think some of the Netflix Marvel shows are way better than what we've seen from uh, Marvel themselves. And I, from sorry, Disney Plus Marvel. And that leaves me quite disappointed because I thought, you know, a bigger budget, uh, it being, you know, in-house studio, uh, everything will look like a movie and yeah, yeah, I guess it looks nice, but it's shit, you know? So like, it's like when you go buy a cake from a, a cafe or something, you go, Oh, that looks quite cool. You tuck into it and it's like, it's dry as hell. And it's like, well, cake. most cake is pretty bad. Yeah, I think I, hot take cakes are bad. Yeah. I have to agree. I have to agree <laughs> because hot, take, uh, because cakes are one of kind of the hardest things to get right. And there's no in between, you know, like, you know, for example, Hummus, for example, like I love hummus. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like bad, it still tastes kind of good, you know? Exactly. But with cake, if it's bad, that's it. It's like, it's done. Like don't even bother eating it. So with these Marvel shows, I just, there's no in between. There's no, oh, it's good. But then there's a, like the whole, you know, it's decent and stuff like that. I just don't feel that with Marvel movies. We had Loki, which was incredible. And I don't know if we we thought Loki was incredible because of how it ended and, you know, the build-up. But I truly felt Loki was a great TV show. Yeah, it was a lot of fun watching it week by week. Yeah, exactly. And then you have uh, the Falcon one, which there was a lot of hype and, you know, excitement for it. It did well in terms of being like a buddy cop sort of thing. But when you really look at it realistically, it wasn't that great. There was a lot of, you know, issues with it. Uh, The One Division one, that was kind of the most disappointing one, I have to say. Like, I thought this was going to be incredible you know the flexibility to do what you want yes they it might stem into you know Doctor Strange too but I'm watching a TV show for the TV show and now we've got I'm, I'm sure I'm missing one of the Marvel TV shows I think it's the what ifs I haven't I've only seen one of those it looked decent but Moon Knight I just can't get with it I'll be honest with you like I'm it watching should, it should have just been a movie it should have shouldn't there's, it? there's a lot of like unnecessary stuff like episode three, I think episode one and two were okay. I was like, okay, this episode, the show isn't yeah. the show isn't the greatest show, but Oscar Isaac is pretty much carrying the show, and yep. he's still like a really good performer playing like two yep. different people in one body. Mm-hmm. But then episode three was just boring. Like I was, I was like, like, what's going on? What is this knockoff Indiana Jones movie? And yeah. I'm like, are they in Egypt or not? Because like some scenes, it looks like they're in Egypt. But yeah. the majority of the scenes, it's just like green screen. It just yeah. made you question like Marvel movies in general, like their over reliance on CGI. I'm like, you don't have to do all the CGI. Like you could, you could just shoot on location and just have a fight. You you just yeah film on like a rooftop, but like you just film everything on that CGI rooftop background. Scene was awful. I'm like, like just because you have the budget doesn't mean you need to use the budget exactly <laughs> it's just it's just like why do all this like but i will say episode four was kind of good i kind of four was kind of good yeah 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 episode so four if episode four five and six are, it's you know somewhat good it might sway they can they can yeah. maybe save the show but overall it hasn't been the funnest to watch no it's like as i said i have found the first the first episode was quite cool because it's like oh what's going on and you know yeah like it that. felt like then, Memento. The first one felt like Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I love that. He wakes up in like the Swiss is like, what's going on? He waves yeah. to the guy. It's like, oh no, that guy's shooting me. Okay, yeah. I gotta go. 
And then episode two is like, it continues with the whole, oh, what's going on? But I was like to myself, I can't do an, a third episode where it's like, oh, what's going on? I just need some answers because that gets really, really boring. Like for me, I find that boring. Like the last show that I stuck with that did that was Lost because Lost is Lost. But since then, I've just learned that, you know, not to get hyped on, on shit like that because, you know, sometimes they don't even answer it and I don't want to waste my time. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll come to like the, the release uh, structure because... There was a lot of talk between me and um, a few people on um, on the Instagram page, um, but this whole, you know, keeping me in suspense. I just okay, do it for one or two episodes, you know, because so I could come back for the third. Because obviously they release it one by one, don't they? And they get you talking and, and stuff like that. But then by the time the third one, I, I can't keep coming back every single week because you know you're going to leave me on a cliffhanger. No, that's that's not how it works. Like respect my time, and I find that very very disrespectful when I watch a movie when they leave stuff on on a, on a cliffhanger towards the end and they expect me to come back for a sequel uh, and those are like longer you know the, the wait is much longer or a tv show like this and what do you think of this the release schedule because i'm thinking yes it's good that it's coming out every single week because you know it gives you something to talk about and catch up on but at the same time i would love i think tv i think this is what they need to do and i think amazon have done this with i can't remember what tv show where you drop three episodes mm-hmm. And then you drop singles because the first three episodes are the ones that warm us up. You know, they know yeah. they let us know whether we're going to invest our time in this TV show. It's a great, uh, it's a it, it's a perfect amount to gauge whether we're going to stick with it. It's as simple as that. But as with this, if you drop the first two episodes or first three episodes, I'll probably probably drop have dropped this TV show. I'll be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I think I think it works for other shows, but yeah. for this one. It only being six episodes, I don't think they could drop three episodes at once. You know, yeah. it is a shorter. It's it is a shorter show. If it was like eight episodes, nine episodes, yeah, they should have dropped like two or three episodes. Yeah, like, like the first two, I I enjoyed them, but you're right, man. The CGI on this, like, they really. The thing is, they got um that Egyptian director, um, uh, Mohammed uh, Diab. Yep, and. I like what he's done. He's kept it very, very authentic, like like the Egyptian music. You know, he's got people speaking Arabic, um, the small details, and even on set, because it's all green screen and stuff like that. But you've got this guy who's, you know, trying to make something authentic, and he trash-talked Wonder Woman beforehand, and I was in complete agreement with everything he said. Let this guy just take his stars to... It doesn't even need to be Egypt, you know. Just go to Jordan like they, or Morocco, you know. A lot of movies that shoot in those lo- sort of locations they just go to jordan like um in, is it in cindy's uh, uh dennis uh, uh denise villeneuve one yes yeah. yeah he shot in jordan and he was supposed to represent lebanon you you if you're not from that part of the of the region you would never know the difference you know and and i even said he made it out like it was proper lebanon so just let him go as he said if you got a budget you don't need to spend it on like nonsense you know it's like when you get paid, everybody gets paid and they go, oh, okay, from this payment to the next pay, I have to spend all my money. That's not how life works. You know, you can put some aside. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I don't feel like they're doing him justice. I feel like there's a lot of interference. He's That's all. That's all my project. Yeah, is. yeah. It's, it's basically group projects. There's no like single. There's no like single. Like, <laughs> did, you call, did you call it a group project? Yeah, oh, it is. It's like, you know, it's like, hey, um Russo brothers like we're gonna just give you the vision of the Avengers no it's just like it's it's all group projects 
I think that's I think that's frustrated a lot of directors where you know they've left like um what's his name? What's her name? Uh, uh, the one who directed Wonder Woman. Oh, Patty Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. That's they why gave she her. They gave her her direct her um vision in eighty four, but that movie didn't go out well. So yeah. maybe Marvel was right. Maybe Marvel is right because they did take her, the. That's why she left. She didn't want to use a lot of green screen, and her vision wasn't kind of in step with what Marvel were trying to do. Mm-hmm. There, ha- as I said, there has to be some sort of constraints, right? Because if you don't have constraints, then your vision as a studio and being cohesive doesn't match what you, you set out to do. But at the same time, there needs to be that sort of flexibility where certain f- I don't know if it's because of COVID that they can't go and film on location, but that's, for me... I've, I've seen, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, they're in, like, the desert. They're in these locations. They just, they still use green screen. It doesn't make any sense to me. It makes no sense. Like, if you're flying out, just... This is one of my things, and this I find that very, very lazy. I know there's a lot of, um, you know, benefits to using a green screen and, and stuff like that, especially with certain, certain scenes in here. Mm-hmm. But if there's scenes that are fighting on a rooftop or something, you can actually fight on a rooftop. Yeah, I know. It's not that hard. It really isn't. Fast and Fuse have done it, and they've got a massive budget, right? They, they, they went to Brazil. To, have you seen what Fast and Furious do? They do everything practical. And on location, like that scene in the last Fast and Furious movie where all the cars are flying out the the car park because of the the magnet, that was done in there and then. I'm like, if that movie can do it, and that movie is absolute trash, then you, Marvel, one of the biggest studios in the world, right? You can clearly do it. Just go film on location, go to Egypt, go rooftop. Like even Taken did it when they went to Turkey, and he's running on the rooftops. It's not. It's honestly not that hard, man. Yeah. Like the James Bond movies, they do on site and they and on location, and they look so great. Uh, the story itself, I know we've talked about now a lot about the practical and the, and the looks. The story itself, I, I'll be honest, I kind of find it boring. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just, I'm really finding Moon Knight really, really boring. Like the last episode was great, but I'm finding it really boring. Like I'm just sitting there and I'm like, and and this this is not me being on my phone, you know, not paying attention. I'm paying attention to this TV show. Uh, this is fucking boring. I, I, I can't I can't get to grips with it. I really want this to kind of finish and I want I just want it to push on. I want to see what, what's happening. Like I love Oscar Isaac. I think he's carrying the show. I think Ethan Hawke is is also doing great. Yeah. Uh, and May Calame. Uh, um Calamari? I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but um sorry. But she's great from um, Rami. She I gets a pa- really she gets good. she gets a pass from me anyway. I love her. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I think that's just them, those three. But yeah. they're really like carrying the show for me. I think the performance is pretty good. Yeah, and, but other than that, it's just like I can't get with the story. I can't get with these distractions and you know visual visuals and, and stuff like that. The suits look good. The fighting scenes look great. Yeah, yeah. but they're fine. Yeah. In between. yeah and the, and the ending of episode four was quite cool do i have to say you know what that reminded me of oh my god it reminded me of um the opening of phantom pain when he's in the hospital mm-hmm. that's why I, I don't know if it's because i see oscar isaac as you know solid snake I'll snake uh, yeah yeah um but yeah moon knight so far it's i'll be honest with you so far i'm struggling to recommend this because i, I feel like i'm wasting my time seeing that and the episodes are long which i don't mind Especially because it's only, as you said, the six episodes. But do something. You know that meme. Do something. That's that's me right now with uh, <laughs> Moon Knight. Just just 
yeah we'll, we'll see we've got three more uh sorry two more episodes actually right yeah yep damn two more episodes um another tv show that's just dropped there's two episodes uh and this is a the approach that I like, I think, I think there's uh, 13 episodes in this, so they've dropped the first two. It's Better Call Saul. Um, I don't know if you're up to date with that TV show. I'm not. No, I I stuck with it. I don't know why. Uh, I did. F- I liked it when I was watching it. I need to catch up. Yeah, it's it's great. I, I've, I think I've been very, very critical of Better Call Saul. I think I'm expecting something, and I just need to. I think you're expecting Breaking, breaking bad. bad. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not, come on, it's not Breaking it's Bad. not Breaking Bad. So I need to just kind of get myself out of the mindset. The first two episodes are, I would say, good. They're, they're, you know, mm-hmm. they're just kind of tying things up from the conclusion of season five, which I completely forgot what happened in season five because there was such a massive difference and um, time gap. And they didn't even start with previously on Better Call Saul or anything. They didn't give you a recap. They just jumped straight in. I was like, I yeah. don't remember anything. Do I even remember? I, oh, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Um, but yeah, so it ties up certain things between season five and just getting along hopefully once you catch up we have a uh, talk about it, but i've been also watching that i'm looking forward to where, where it's going there's rumors that i think it was confirmed actually that heisenberg and um uh, jesse. Jesse, jesse will be making a, an appearance and i called that they have to I, I think but we'll see how that ties in but it is starting to get really really interesting i think this is the final season also so yeah it is um i can't wait to see that i've also watched two more netflix shows uh, one of them is just a sport-based one. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called Bad Sport. And it's no. about all the conspiracies and cheating that happens in sports. So I've only watched a few episodes. The uh, documentary? Was, yeah. Uh, okay. One of them was about uh, football, soccer in, uh, in Italy and how corrupt it was and how one of the people working in, at one of the football clubs was paying off the referees to, you know, give, the, um, give his team, you know, favorable decisions and, you know, unfavorable decisions to the uh, opposition and, yeah, there was a lot of that. And then one of the other episodes was the Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City, where... Uh, 2000? 2000? Yeah, 2000. I don't know if you remember what happened there, where the Canadian team were like literally perfect performance, but they still came second. And the Russian team, uh, who kind of faltered at certain um, kind of um, performances, uh, came first. And it turns out that... Um, the Russian mobsters or whatever got in Damn. touch with the French uh, judges and they told them f- kind of swing the favor in ours and all that kind of stuff. And it was quite insightful to, to watch all these. My favorite one though was the college basketball one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this was in America where I'm trying to remember like the, the handicap betting system where you know you favor if you favor the you know the favorites, you can bet on how much they're going to win by and you mm-hmm. give in that margin or if you favor the underdog uh how much they're going to you know maybe not lose by or whatever you know that's yeah they had to yeah. cover a certain yeah, amount of yeah yeah exactly so there was that and it was just like how that was getting uh, into um, college basketball and how that was really interesting i think if you're going to watch the show i think just watch it for that particular episode because it's super super insightful was, it's, it's insane like it's a massive syndicate it's a massive kind of they make so much money and they were going to Vegas, like the people who are, you know, betting and stuff. And they were just, it was insane. And the, I think the FBI got uh, wind of this. And, and the thing that you get from the, all this is the kids, obviously they know, they don't know any better, right? They're young, they're in mm-hmm. college. And uh, if you're going to flash, you know, a stack of cash in front of their faces, yes, they're going to, you know, yeah, the eyes are going to light up. Uh, but what kind of is quite sad is, 
one of the, the main kid, he was so good. Like he was supposed to be like one of the next big things and was supposed to be at the draft and, and stuff like that. But what was think, his name? Uh, I can't remember. I'll find out for you now. I'm just, let me search it. I think it's called, let me see what the name is. Uh, I'll find out the name for you now. So the kid was, okay, episode one. What's the kid's name for the basketball? Oh, uh, Stephen Smith. Stephen Ace. No, I was kidding. No, uh, no I don't. I don't remember. And he was uh, uh, at ACU, and he was a point guard. Okay. And uh, yeah, so he was just supposed to be like the next big thing coming on, and like you know, he was definitely going to be drafted and playing mm-hmm. the NBA. And what's sad is they throw all that away, you know, and they could have had what they wanted, you know, in the future in a more legitimate process. And it's quite sad to see that, you know. I, I don't know why stuff like that really hits me. Uh, so yeah, it was. If you're gonna watch this show, I think just watch this one episode. It's it's really really good. Uh, and another TV show I watched actually, it's actually a um, uh, a British TV show, and it's on Netflix. It's a short series. It's called Anatomy of a Scandal, and um, it's a sexual consent scandal amongst British privileged elite and a woman that caught, gets caught up in its wake. Sounds interesting. It is interesting because the the. I think that not the judge, the, we have um, kind of a different um, legal system here. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it. The ones that wear those wigs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're called or whatever. And uh, let's just call them the barrister or whatever. And um, I don't know if you're ever going to watch this, but I'll just spoilers alert. So if, you, if nobody wants to hear this, jump ahead to a few minutes. Um, but this guy who's being accused of, you know, raping somebody and or going against his sexual consent of one of his workers, uh, it turns out that they un- they kind of dug up a, a bit about his history and the story unravels that he was in the same, he had issues when he was in back in university mm-hmm. and he raped a girl, essentially. Like she didn't give him consent and stuff. And uh, as the, this, um, process is going along and stuff like that at the courts there's news that you know he's been caught up in something university but they can't track down the the girl who gave the statement and stuff like that because she's not there and then it turns out it's the one that's actually um defending the one that's made the accusation and it kind of def- it comes around full circle that he raped this the, the barrister when they were in uni together and obviously his he wife- raped her again no, 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 no. It's oh. he raped a co-worker, but the accusation of him back in university was made by the barrister because she was in the same university as him. So it's kind of like the story that just goes around. Did that make sense or not really? Okay. So, <laughs> so um the the lady that's made the accusation, you know, obviously yep. she's got her lawyer, let's just call it a lawyer because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Her lawyer was the one that got raped by him in university. Oh, yeah. does, she, does does the lawyer mention it? No, not at all. Oh, but damn. what happens is his wife, because she was her friend back in university, yeah. she kind of figures it out that this is the girl because of how she takes the notes and how she's got like the the book tabs on the side and her writing and that she's left-handed, blah, blah, blah. And she figures it out. And then she goes and she goes, you know, let's get him. And that's how it kind of ends this, the season. So they go against him and you just see them walking into the courtroom again. So I'm assuming yeah, that that's what happens with season two. So... Yeah, I got a bit confused with like the whole um, uh, what what they call these. So let's call them lawyer. Sorry for confusing you. But yeah, it's it. Mm-hmm. 
it was it was quite interesting i have to say yeah i've i've i've, I've really enjoyed it it was, it was a very very short six episodes got me hooked binged it in two days really um we're friends in here pardon play the guy we're friend yeah 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 the guy from um homeland, homeland. yeah 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 he's great in homeland you yeah, think he's been in other movies, but he's been he's in... gonna be in the new Obi Wan show. Oh, really? He's one of the Inquisitors, yeah. Oh, he's I've in... always liked Uber fan. He's he's good, he's a good actor. He's mm-hmm. in um Hitman. Not uh, not great. He not, shouldn't have mentioned that. Not, great. <laughs> not not a great movie, but he's he's a great actor, I have to say. Um so yeah, that was me for for TV shows. What have you mm-hmm. been up to before except for Moon Knight? Um, for TV shows, I've caught up to winning time. That's the, oh, the Lakers that's show. The Lakers. Yeah, yeah, I need to yeah. watch that. How's yeah. that? Do you going? have that over there? Yeah, yeah, it's on Sky Atlantic. Okay. Um, it's going really good. Like it's very entertaining. I think the problem with the show is that they overplay a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the old Lakers players, they like hating the show because they're like, How you portray me like this? Like this yeah. is bullshit. But you know, it's a TV show. You have to play it up. Mm-hmm. You don't want you know, you don't want to just make a do- documentary. It reminds so, like, me of Drive to Survive, the Formula One TV show. No, this like, is even more like that, really? that's a document. That's like real life. That's a documentary. This yeah. is like more. This didn't. This didn't happen in real life. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Like this isn't how this person was in real life. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's they don't. You know, they had to make it entertaining. They can't just make it a documentary, even though the real life events were already like pretty entertaining. Like it was yeah. the '80s. There was a lot of drugs. There was a lot of sex. But for this one, I don't know why they just like like certain games the lakers win they make them lose because they want to make the team like kind of like an underdog yeah even though the team in in real life was like dominating games they had like they had matthew johnson one of the best players of all time kareem abdul jabari one of the best players of all time but they're like making the team like an underdog it's weird (laughs) um this is one really good episode with kareem abdul jabari where it's explaining his like his past like he used to be his his name used to be um what was the name Louis Alcindor. Then he yeah. converted to Islam, and like it's showing you like why he converted to Islam. Like it's showing you like he was like an amazing amazing college basketball player. He won a championship every year, but you know after like during the civil rights era and like seeing a bunch of black people killed by the police by the government, he just got tired of it, and he yeah. you know he met Malcolm X. He met Jim Brown. He met um, who else did he meet? But you know, like he he hung yeah. around those guys, and he like changed his name to Kareem Abdul Jabbar, which means I think it means servant of the Almighty. I don't oh, know. I might be getting yeah. that wrong. Okay, but but yeah, like Ka- he, Ka- he, Kareem like, means um, kind and very thoughtful. Okay, that, that show just made that up then. <laughs> no, because but there's a different saying. So like I know Kareem means kind and polite and and stuff so it might be another saying but that's why i know Kareem. yeah jabbar means oh, i can't remember now but i think i think i think it's on the right kind of tonality yeah guys i think i think yeah i think they're trying to get yeah i agree with that yeah but it's just showing like how he converted like how like people just hate him for it like they hate that he changed his name they hate that he's muslim but he's just so damn good that they can't do anything about it you know Doesn't... like he's like He's one of the three best players yeah. ever. Doesn't Kyrie get a bit of stick for being? No, I think I think he just gets that for being weird. Like the whole, 
Earth is flat, anti-vaccine, just yeah. being a just being a dick in general. <laughs> but yeah, I don't the casting's amazing. Like I don't know how they found these people. Like the guy who's playing Magic Johnson, he looks just like him. The guy who's playing Kareem, he's like 6'11. I'm like, where are you find these guys who can act too? You know what's funny? When I first saw the trailer, I thought that it was them. I thought it was a documentary. <laughs> it does look like like I like the the 80s film game they use that it it looks like it looks like a documentary, but I mean it's it's entertaining so far. It's about seven episodes in. They've really captured everything pretty well. I mean, other than dramatizing everything yeah. to to like a ridiculous point, but I would I I would recommend it. It's a fun show. I I, I definitely want to watch it. It's on my uh, watch list. Actually, I've, I've I started to compile a watch list. Well, mm-hmm. once all this is done, I just want to take a bit of time out from doing anything. And uh, I've got Sopranos on there. I've got The Wire, and I've got this. Ooh, so Sopranos. Are, yeah, my brothers have been watching it together actually, and they've just it's a great show. They love it, man. They love it. Uh, yeah, please continue. Sorry. No, that's it. Um. <clears throat> I have watched one movie in particular mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know why, because this has come like, it's got me hype for Nicolas Cage. So obviously there's a few upcoming releases. His new called... movie came out. Yeah, I've exactly. been meaning to see it. Yeah, exactly. So these were the two movies that I had on my li- list. And one of them obviously is why I watched this movie. So just quickly jump into those. The Northman is, is out. And so is, um, yeah, I want to watch that too. The unbearable weight of massive talent. And that's the <clears throat> uh, Nicolas Cage um, and Pedro Pascal movie. I love the title of it is The Unbearable mm-hmm. Weight of Massive Talent. And then it's just Nicolas Cage is Nick Cage. And I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. Um, uh, we'll loop back around to one of the movies that you've seen. Uh, I've watched Con Air. Classic. One of my favorite. I mean, it's. Classic. I watched this movie yeah. before I came to America. And it was like, it, it's it's a special movie to me. Like, yeah. it's one of my, it's, it's one of my earliest m- movies I've, remember watching yeah absolute classic it's a great movie absolute classic nick cage john cusack yep john malkovich is a villain oh malkovich is amazing like i'm a big malkovich fan i didn't realize how much i like malkovich um malkovich because he's uh, not he's not like the most physically intimidating person but it's it's like his his presence and his like the way he talks it's scary yeah yeah you got uh, but, um, Steve, Steve, Steve Buscemi's in it. Dave Chappelle's in there for like a, a couple of scenes. Yeah, yeah. That's so. That's this is what always gets me. Does Steve Buscemi do anything to that kid, or he just takes? I don't. Think, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. Okay, because I think he sees the light, doesn't he? Essentially, I don't think that kid's real either, because they're like in the middle of the junkyard. Aren't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. in. I think that's just in his head. Ah, and then you had uh, Danny uh, Trejo. In, yeah, in this. he's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> but and then uh, Vic uh, Ving uh, Ramis 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 Ving Rames Big Rames. Yeah, he's in it. Had a big, big, big cast. It's to be honest with you, I think Nicolas Cage movies like these old classic ones, they absolutely hit. You got Conair, you got National Treasure. He's a great actor. You got Lord of War. You know that movie? I cannot find anywhere. Lord of War. Yeah, I cannot find that anywhere. Like, I really want to watch that movie again. I can't find it anywhere. Uh, face Off, oh, one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I want to take his face off. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is absolutely legendary. Um, I'm not too big of a fan on the um, the Ghost Rider ones. I thought they were, they were no, pretty they're cool. pretty bad. 
he did make this movie. Which movie was it? Pig. Pig came out recently. Apparently, that's supposed to be. Yeah, like I haven't weird. seen it, but I hear it's good. Yeah, that's supposed to be really, really good. And there was this movie. It was supposed to be like really, really intense. Uh, I can't remember. It was in Kickass as well. Great movie. Uh, next, yeah, yeah. Next is the one where he predict he can see what's yeah, he gonna... sees the future. Yeah, man, I love that movie. I know it's absolute cheesy. It's pretty good. It's a good. It's a good Paris. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm gonna do a Nick Cage, uh, my friend. Oh, also, how about, how can I forget The Rock? Yeah. How can I forget the one with um, uh, Sean Connery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's starred in a lot of good movies. You know, it's just Nick Cage is a Nick Cage is one of our best actors, and yeah. everyone pretends everyone pretends he's a bad actor because he like goes overboard sometimes. But I would rather an actor go overboard than like mailing it in. Like he really yeah. cares about his roles, and he, he never he, he never like mails it yeah. in. You know what's funny is recently uh, there's been a lot of debates about method acting. Mm-hmm. What are your take he doesn't matter. He doesn't. No, no, I know, but, but it kind of reminded me. What, oh what, yeah, what I've always said that method acting is trash. Like, stop. Just you don't have to act like that person for the whole time during the set. Yeah. Like, unless you're Daniel Day Lewis, where if you're not you Daniel Day Lewis, you've perfected it. You don't have to method act. Stop. Yeah. Like, if if it's a Marvel movie, you don't have to method act. If it's a DC movie, you don't have to method act. Yeah. If it's like, like. You're working with Martin Scorsese. Maybe you can method act. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but yeah. don't don't method act. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Uh, who was it who said that? Someone. I think it was Robert Pattinson. He said method acting is for no, assholes. No, no, Robert Pattinson that does it. Does actually method act. It was it was a <laughs> uh, goat. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was him. It was him. John Burnfall actually said. He doesn't see any benefit in method acting, and he goes, "I don't Good. roll like that." I'm like, "That's my goat." Yeah, method acting is just—I don't know where it's, it's unnecessary. It is. Do you reckon like Tropic t- Tropic Thunder took a shit on it with um with Robert Downey Jr. like staying in role the whole time? Yeah. It's like, and he's playing the black guy. It's you like, don't know who you are is- anymore. I know who I am. I'm a dude disguised. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, because in that movie he wanted to play that role, but because he wasn't black, so he goes and gets um, yeah, get. Like skin <laughs> What? Like, uh, I could see Joe Leto doing that. Yeah. Oh my god, Joe Leto, man. I think this is where it all started from recently this week, wasn't it? Because like, there's a lot of um. He pretended to be disabled. On yeah, movies. yeah, on set, and yeah, that's where it started, right? And people didn't take any liking to, it. and we just laughed. I were like, bro, how are you gonna play a disabled guy? Just walk to the toilet normally, and it's just like, mm-hmm. and get someone to help you in the toilet. I'm like, dude. You're not disabled. That guy is weird. But anyways, yeah. Nicholas Cage, I, I agree with you. He does go over top sometimes in some of the scenes, but I love it. I love it. I think he's the like him and Jim Carrey for me, they can go over the top as much as they like. And um I don't think I can give a shit. But yeah, Conair was um one of the movies uh, I've watched and obviously I haven't really had time to play play much games. I did try and um play League of Legends with uh, a few classmates. It's like mm-hmm. Overwatch, basically, but there's just so much going on. I just, I gave up after a few few days. I was like, yeah, it's not for me. Hey, look, I've just been playing Halo. I've been really, really enjoying Big Team Battle. Uh, I'll just quickly talk about Halo, if that's okay. The new yeah. season starting in a week's time. They've finally did a roadmap. And the reason I want to talk about it is because when it first came out, I said, this game is incredible and stuff like that. I'm feeling quite disappointed with it now. Not from a, a gun, uh, kind of a gameplay um, 
perspective, gameplay is for me one of the best Halo games, if not the best. Okay, in terms of multiplayer, it just it's the nice blend of you know old school Halo with modern uh, updates and stuff like that. What I'm feeling disappointed in is the fact that it still feels like a beta. It still feels like we're going to get into November because the next season is also six months long when they said it should be three months. And a year in a live service, we're only getting two new maps and three modes, right? With uh, other modes coming in as a rotational playlist. When Halo 3 or Halo 5 first dropped, Halo 5, sorry, dropped, like, people didn't really like it as much, but as a live service, it provided seven new maps in its first season, right? And different modes and stuff like that. Like, what are they doing? I, I honestly feel like... Did you say people was... didn't like Halo 3 when it came out? No, no, Halo 5. Okay, okay. I was like... Um, ooh. No, no, Halo 5. <laughs> no, no, okay. not a lot of people liked Halo 5, but then that... No, no I still grew... don't like Halo 5. Yeah, I, I, I played that recent, like, leading up to Infinite. I played that. I, I actually enjoyed Halo 5. Uh, mm-hmm. But it got so much better as, as it went on. And it was just... I, I Like, Season 2, I would be playing Season 2, you know, they made a few changes, but it needs a progression system. It needs it needs new maps. There's new modes. There's a Battle Royale apparently coming in Season 3 or 4. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's completely going to be a different take. It's, you remember Warzone from Halo 5? It's going to have a blend of that yeah. with... Yeah, yeah. It's going to have a blend of that with a kind of Battle Royale aspect. But there is... A mini battle royale. I wouldn't even call it battle royale. It's just a mode, but it's called uh, Last Spartan Standing, and it's like um, big team battle sort of thing. Like you know, twelve players or whatever on 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 the larger maps. There's a circle closes in. When you get a kill, you get XP, and if you pick up the little tag that they drop, you get more XP, which leads you to upgrade your weapon, and you can upgrade whatever. You... So everyone starts with the same weapon essentially, and then you get like you know randomized weapon loadouts. That seems really interesting, but I never thought that Halo needed a Battle Royale. Um, it's an arena shooter. I like it that way. But I do like the fact that, you know, it's just extra options. Like, if I don't mm-hmm. like the Battle Royale, I don't need to play it. You know, I, don't, I, I never understand the people that go, oh, it doesn't need that. I'm going to stop playing. Well, if you don't like the Battle Royale on Halo, you could just always play the arena. And I've, that's what I've been playing. I've, I've really been enjoying the big team battle modes. I've unlocked everything. Essentially, I don't know if you saw my... My Spartan, oh my god, he's got that Japanese armor. Oh my god, I look fucking sick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've just been playing Halo. Just a bit of disappointment in terms of what I heard and read uh, with the announcements. But, but I'll be there. Like I wanted to do a quick review summary for the first season, which I'll probably do when it ends. Uh, but right now, I enjoyed the first season, I have to say. Um, it did feel a bit boring towards the end. There's not much going on. Uh, but Halo's Halo, man. I, I, I play it not because of, you know, just I want... Because so, for me, Halo is not Fortnite and it's not Call of Duty where it needs to drop every single week because that's a bit boring, you know. Like, Call of Duty Warzone has Godzilla and King Kong in it now. Like, this is a World War II game. Yeah, this is a World War II game. Like, excuse me. Halo doesn't need any of that nonsense. Hey, Halo just needs maps, you know, new weapons, new sandbox items, you know, good armor, good cosmetic. They need to change the cosmetic system and and first and foremost, it needs a good progression system with a, a really good ranked system. That's it. That's all I've ever asked for for a Halo game. We've got mm-hmm. a good Halo game in terms of how it plays, but in terms of everything else, it's a bit, you know, thin on uh, there's not a lot of meat on that bone, essentially. But that's kind of been me this week, to be honest with you. Oh, sorry, for the last 
last few weeks. I know you've watched two movies. I know one of them you're not going to talk about because I think I'm, I'm going to try and watch it. It's not available in cinema yet, actually. So I don't know how I'm going to find uh, find. Is that uh, in theaters? No, I don't think it is. Oh, damn. Let me double check. But you watched Mia. Can, you could just quickly talk about it without giving away too much because I do want to do a review. It's called Everything... Everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, yeah, I've watched it three times. In no way. Yeah, I yes. and I think it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Like it's it's an incredible movie. It really no is. No way. See everything, everywhere, all at once. See, I can't find it anywhere. It's um, yeah, it's a it's a movie by the Daniels. It's it's about the multiverse, and their take on the multiverse is easily, easily, easily like the most creative, the most experimental yeah. like you see spider-man got delayed yeah yeah they're, they're duck in this movie like the, the same yeah, way okay. yeah the same way breath of the wild 2 delayed itself yeah. ducking elder Ring. yep they ducked this movie they're like okay we don't want to release another multiverse movie yeah in the same year as this movie. yeah because i was wondering like, why it doesn't match it, it's not going to match the creativeness of this movie yeah because i was wondering why spider-man um across the spider-verse got delayed because it's a, it's it's an animation you know you don't really need you know on set locations and all that kind of stuff that you know logistics that might throw off a movie's uh time um t- time frame so do you reckon it got delayed because of this 100 percent. no <laughs> not 100 percent. but you know, I'll, I'll, like- I'll definitely watch it i it is available in theaters here but it's not like you know the mainstream theaters that i think it's, no, no. Uh, it is um, it is an independent movie yeah, I think it, this, the theater here is an independent theater, so I'll probably have to go and try. And, like and, and this that. movie was shot for twenty five million. It, yeah. it like honestly, it makes Marvel movies look like trash. Like, yeah. and those movies cost like two hundred fifty million, three hundred fifty million. Like, yeah. and it's over reliance on CGI. Like, they had a five man team of VFX. Yeah, and they like, and the CGI looks seamless. Yeah, and I the know. key is to like do things practically, but like mix in a CGI here and there, just like touch up things. Don't over rely on CGI. Yeah. Use it, use it as like a band aid, not as a crutch. You know, when you watch movies like this, Mio, do you come away feeling drained from cinema and the state of cinema? Because like when I when movies like this do so well, like for example, I would say Batman because that was like the last movie that you know I felt you know i look at theaters and movies and stuff like that and i'm like i love movie i love the whole experience going to theaters and stuff like that but i just feel like it's all the same at the moment nothing's doing anything unique so when this is that the feeling is, is that unique. yeah is that the feeling you you felt with this movie no i wouldn't say i was drained i would say no, no, I meant it made you, me when, yeah it made me like believe in cinema again like yeah. i was like okay this is the most original movie i've seen in years yeah and i would say 2022 has been a really good movie, good year for movies yeah. like this, Batman, even Sonic 2. Sonic 2. I'm really excited for the Northman. I'm really yeah. excited for the Nicolas Cage movie. I think movies are in a good state again. Like yeah. honestly, like it feels like we've got I'm, a bit I'm, more diversity in movies this year compared to like the yeah, previous years. No? I haven't been to the theaters this much in such a long time. Like I'm yeah. in the I'm in the cinemas every weekend. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Hmm. I've never been in the cinemas this much. Yeah. So we'll talk highly, more about highly, it because like, we, highly we, recommend this movie. We'll definitely do a review once I watched it because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a movie that definitely wants needs to be talked about. And I know it we needs to be supported. Please go support this movie. 
I would definitely be watching this. Um, I'm just going to find time. And especially because right now it's Ramadan, so it's quite hard to go watch mm-hmm. a movie after because usually it's the last showings or even before just because of work. But uh, I'll figure it out and I'll sort it out. But we'll definitely do a movie once uh, I've watched it. Uh, and just, just talking about Marvel stuff, you know, we, we did say Spider-Man got, got delayed. Um, quite disappointed this, with that. This, wait, this movie's going to point out how dumb Spider-Man was. Like, yeah. It's going to show you how dumb Spider-Man was. I... I, I still stand by the comment. I don't think Spider-Man is as good as everybody's made out to be. No, no, that movie's overrated. Yeah, and it's not even that good when you kind of away from the hype and away from seeing nostalgic, you know, flashbacks and stuff like that. It's, yeah, that's, that's one other topic. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse got delayed. Uh, not too sure why. I don't know if, if it's them just trying to... I don't know. I don't know if it just has something to do with Doctor Strange. I just feel like a lot of these movies that are getting delayed are because of Doctor Strange. But um, <clears throat> the runtime, talking about Doctor Strange, the runtime of Doctor Strange has kind of left me. I'm not confident in that movie, Mio. I don't know why. I'm, I'm not, not confident either. I'm not. I'm not confident anymore. I don't know why because the movie is just over two hours, right, mm-hmm. and just a bit over two hours. From everything we've seen and everything, all the theories and stuff like that. This movie is either going to be, you know, super fast paced and we're only going to get, it's just going to be purely Doctor Strange kind of orientated and, you know, we're not going to get none of that whole different universes and characters coming in and all that kind of stuff. Or it's just going to be a feast of just like, you know, just throw everything at it. Just yeah, for just the sake. cameos, fan yeah. service, fan service, plot, fan service, fan service, plot. And and I'm with the latter. I think that's what it's going to be. And I'm really, really nervous because I really want this movie to be good. But I'm not confident at all now. I'm feeling very, very... I'm quite... I'm nervous. I'm nervous, yeah. So two hours one time for this movie. It's either going to be purely focusing on Doctor Strange and him just jumping through the multiverse. Just like how we got with... Uh, Tony Stark and Captain America, you know, when they had to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. We might get stuff like that in just a few glimpses. Or it's just going to be, as you said, fan service, fan service. Here's a bit of a plot. We'll wait and see. But um, one movie I am excited for is For Love and Thunder. <clears throat> yeah. um, they dropped a, a trailer for that. What did you think of the trailer? Yeah, I think it, it did what most teaser trailers did. It just like set the vibe. Like I, a lot of people complain like, oh, it didn't show anything. It's like... I hate you people. Like, come yeah. on. Do you want trailers to show the whole movie? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of trailers showing the whole movie. Yep. Just give me the vibe of the trailer. Don't Marvel. Like, I know they're going to release the second trailer, yep. but don't release the second trailer. Let's just go in the movie blind. Like, we don't know what Christian Bale's character looks like. Fine. Perfect. I don't need to know. Exactly. I want to wait for the movie. Exactly. You know, there's like a lot of castings. Like, you don't have to show me everything in the trailer. Yeah. Please be confident. You're a Marvel movie. I My favorite thing about the whole Spider-Man No Way Home experience was that they didn't show Tobey Maguire and yeah. Andrew Garfield in the show trailer. Yeah. A lot of people think they they were, but like, wait for the movie to show us it. Like, exactly. And this 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 trailer is perfect. It just yeah. shows like, okay, this is what the vibe of the movie is gonna be. It's gonna be like Thor traveling through worlds, yep. seeing what's going on. He's trying to find himself because he doesn't want to be a superhero anymore. Basically, yeah. like he doesn't want to fight. And that's perfect. Like, yeah. you sold me the movie. Now just release the movie. Don't yeah, don't, exactly. don't show me the trailer. Like for for those that say, oh, that it will show much, they did. Like yeah. as you as you just explained, it shows you kind of his own battles now. What he's doing, and if you 
really look at it like it does show you a lot it shows you russell crowe's new character zeus mm-hmm. it shows you uh you know jane, jane as mighty four we get our first look at olympus uh we see four wearing his uh classic costume you know com- mm-hmm. uh, uh, comic uh, costume we get that um i think it's falga the behemoth that's straight from the uh four uh, god of thunder comics yeah that was a dope shot yeah that was amazing um we got the both the uh, tooth grinder and uh, I can't remember what that one. Both called tooth something. They're the ones pulling uh, Thor's uh, chariot, and then we got the classic Avengers logo on Thor's hat. So there's obviously that's for us, you know, like the ones that really pay attention. But if you don't pay attention, as you said, and you really want to, you know, oversimplify, we've got an understanding of what it's going to be involved. You know, he's going to be with the Guardians of the Galaxy for a start. He's going to go on an adventure around the universe. You know, he's going to try and discover himself. How Natalie Portman's character, Jane, comes back in and how all this works, we don't know. And that's amazing. We don't know what Christian Bell's character looks like. We don't know anything, you know, and it's amazing. And uh, I, I, I can't wait for that. And there's, was, was I mistaken in seeing that? There's two hammers? Yeah. Yeah, so I want to see how. Well, yeah, because yeah. um, his original Mjolnir, he, it yeah. got broken by Hela. Yep. So I don't know. I guess. But they bought it back when they went to. Yeah, they reforged. And well, that's that was that was old Mjolnir. He yeah, got that yeah. from 2012. Yes, yes, yes. So they got that one back, and the one that was broken, they seem to put yeah. that back. Which I want to see how they put that one back. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I think he gave that hammer back to his old version, so he kept Stormbreaker. Yeah, so okay. I think I think he's just has Stormbreaker right now. Ah, okay. So there's a few things that when you really notice it, they they are there. You know, they get you talking. They get you kind of. I'm, I'm excited for it. Like if this is for Ragnarok is one of my favorites. Like I love the vibe about that movie. I love. I just love the cat color palette. I love yeah. the direction it went. I think we're in for another uh, sort of movie. To be honest with you, I think you know I'm 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 super super excited for it. I'm looking forward to. Obviously, we have the multiverse and, you know, we have that uh, IG page and stuff like that. And it's quite difficult, you know, to avoid trailers and not post them. And so sometimes we have to watch them. I did. Mm-hmm. I kind of did avoid the latest Spider-Man um, trailers and never posted any of those. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to like the main trailer for this. And, and I think that'll be it. But do not show Christian Bale's character. Like, I have no idea what he looks like. I know he's in the movie. Just leave it like that. I think that, that's my opinion. Um, Warner Brothers are exploring uh, a complete overhaul of DC Entertainment. Uh, It's been in the news that, um, you know, they just want to change things up and just take it into a new direction. There is rumours, I can't remember who it was, I think it's an actor that's on Snyder's next movie he was talking about and he was like, things are happening behind the scene. And it was like, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. I think we're going to get that. Yeah, I think we're going to get that. I honestly think, I, I think because who who owns, I think it's at and I think they own a whole company. Anyway, whatever it was, so how Justice League did and they want, you know, they want to bring it back as a kind of a side project. Yeah, more power to them. But I think Warner Brothers need to just, in my opinion, and, you know, We've said this numerous amount of times and, you know, we've always changed kind of the direction we, we should go after watching certain movies. I think Warner Brothers should focus more on 
solo movies like Joker, like the Batman. And if you're going to create a universe, you create a universe within that movie. So, uh, yes, we've got a standalone Joker movie. Do we need the Joker in, in the Batman? Maybe not at this time, maybe down in the future, yes. But it'll be nice to kind of explore, you know, Freeze, Ivy, maybe Bane in a different perspective, those sort of things. And I think Warner Brothers just need to kind of move away from now the, the, the multiverse. Marvel are doing it, let them do it, you know. Yeah, uh, they've got a stranglehold on that market. You're not gonna beat a titan at that. So the best thing to do is just you know, do your own thing. Is in, in my opinion, just do your own thing. I would love, I would love for them to you know focus on Man of Steel, and that's something they've they've mentioned. They said, uh, what um, Man of Steel and Superman is something they're looking at as they feel like you know they haven't done that character justice, and rightly so. I don't think they've done. First of all, I don't think they've done Henry Cavill justice. I think the way no. they've treated him has kind of been, you know, very, very shit. And I don't think they've done the... It's simple. Just give us the Man of Steel too. You know, like none of this need... I think they would have been in a better position if Justice League never came out, in yep. my opinion. And Batman v Superman never came out. If they focused on these solo characters, you know, make us care about them, you know. You took Aquaman, you kind of made him quite cool, and then you made him, like, pretty shit. You know, he's a, he's a like a piss take at the moment, and then mm-hmm. you know we've got this whole flash coming. I don't know what's going on with Ezra Miller for a start. To be honest with you, I don't think he's that movie. Just, he's a he's a he's a menace. <laughs> he's a menace to society. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's just raging on these people in Hawaii and all these people. I don't know what's going on with him, but I think that movie is going to be delayed for a while now. I just think one of us just needs it. It does need the Kevin Feige figure, you know, to oversee everything because, as you mm-hmm. said. You don't want to turn into just, you know, smaller group projects, but you want it to turn into kind of an overall scheme. But with that being said, I think, you know, move away from the DC. No more. None of that. Yeah. No more. I, th- I read like the the changes they were going to do. And I think the one thing that kind of like, I think was interesting was they said they want to make more movies like Joker. Yeah. And I think, I don't know. I think it might be a mistake because like, that movie was like capturing like lightning in a bottle. Like it was yeah. like such a, like a, like it was such like, like the, the studio didn't support that movie. They yeah. were like undercutting it. The, mov- the yeah, movie. Yeah. They were trying to do everything for it to fail. Yeah. And like, no budget. I, yeah. And I think, I think it's hard to just like do that model because it was like, it was such an outlier of a movie that like yeah. it wasn't supposed to be successful, but it, it was like, it really captured. You know 2019 when it came yeah. out and i think it's just like hey go capture lightning in a bottle again like yeah. you can't like it's 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 impossible to capture lightning in a bottle so what if I think, you take aspects from that movie that worked so you know like a grounded universe maybe that... yeah like batman or yeah. something but to just say like hey every movie needs to be joker i don't think you could do that like no, right. it's just like a special movie that they yeah. captured so and, I don't I mean, know. and the, the thing is they talked about mental health in such a way where if that movie didn't have, you know, the Joker skin on it or DC behind it, I don't think anybody would have cared. Mm-hmm. So I think they pushed that agenda further. But... Yeah, and how how many Walking Phoenixes are you gonna find too? Yeah, like he's one of our best actors. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's gonna be hard to just make every movie Joker. Mm. I th- I think, like for Marvel, Iron Man, that was like an easy formula to follow. Like Iron Man, okay, you're gonna have a superhero that doesn't take itself too seriously. He's gonna make a lot of quips. He's gonna make a lot of jokes. Easy yeah. formula to follow. Joker? Yeah. I don't know. You yeah. can't you can't follow a Joker formula. 
yeah. No, I think you're right. I think the only thing that you could repeat is how grounded you want something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker was a grounded movie, so was you know the Batman. Uh, they were both dark and gritty. You know, a lot of it was filmed on location. A lot of it was just like it was a believable storyline. Those are stuff that you know you can take. But as you said, if you don't, if you can't capture the the main principles of what made the movie great, like as you said capturing that lightning in a bottle again you're not going to really get that success are you exactly um and you're more likely to get a lot of misses than hits where with marvel if you just easy easy formula it's an easy formula you can't movie is basically iron man yeah you can't really say they miss because in 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 their eyes they're not because they're, they're following this procedure that okay it what made iron man great was this this and that so this is what made in their books what made in my opinion, Captain Marvel and Eternals, well, Eternals was completely different because they tried yeah. to do something different. But this is what made Captain Marvel, I think, was a horrendous movie. But it still has that, you know, it still has those elements from Iron Man. But in their eyes, it's it's a success. And obviously money talks, doesn't it? But mm-hmm. I think I think we sh- I think DC are in a better position to, to take risks when it comes to R-rated movies, in my opinion. I mean, they've got nothing to lose. Yeah. Well, also Marvel will never make an R-rated movie because they're owned by Disney. Yeah, and obviously there's stuff going to, which is funny because they haven't censored anything from the the Netflix Marvel shows that are now on Disney no. Plus. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Will Smith quickly? I feel like because yeah, yeah. this is just the reason I don't really get caught up with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But the reason I f- I feel like this is being blown out of proportion is because Netflix are just canceling a lot of his shows, and you know a lot of studios are just canceling some of his projects and. I think it's been blown out of proportion. You yeah. Know? Yes, what he's done it's, is... It's not a big deal. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, he slapped a guy. So what? I thought it was funny. Like, I saw it live. I mean, I didn't see it live, but I saw yeah. like, the reactions. I was like, oh, shit. He just, slaps, he just slapped Chris Rock. Yeah. And you just, you know, you just leave it there. But yeah. it's like, every everyone's like, I'm so offended by this. And like, oh, my God. Is this going to be a new precedent? I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. I'm not like, sure. honestly... You know what it, what it is? If it was a white person, and I'm sorry to say this, if it was a white person, they wouldn't have got this much traction. But because it's Will Smith and he's black, 100%. I'll be honest with you, because he's black, you know, the, the reaction to it has just been so over the top. Like, it's been mm-hmm. unnecessary. Cancelling this, cancelling that, you know, we're going to take his Oscar away and stuff like that. How about, you know, uh, what's his name? Weinstein and, and stuff. Who's Like, where's all his Oscars from the production companies? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And there's 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 been worse people that have come before Will Smith who won Oscars and Mm -hmm. like Jared Leto. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Who have been acquitted for stuff? Jared Leto has been acquitted for being a shit method actor. Who've been acquitted for stuff and they've still kept the Oscar. You know what I mean? And Will Smith has been banned from the Academy. Like, yes, for ten years. Yeah, like what I would say is, in this Academy. Uh, event was more focused there was a lot focused on you know black people and uh, and stuff like that like it was that sort of show i think the academy just felt like they were forced to do it a bit more you know diverse Mm -hmm. so all the eyes were on you i get that and you know you kind of let i don't know how to say it without sounding rude but but you let your people down sort of thing where you know people yeah like the respect respectability politics Yeah, yeah 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 exactly exactly so i get that and i think that's the only thing that i think other than that, he defended his wife for a start. Right? I didn't know what was going on. I thought he just made a joke, but in, it wasn't even a good joke. It, was, it wasn't even a good joke. Apparently, it was a GI Jane joke or something like that. And, yeah. And Chris Rock didn't even know she had this issue. I, I don't know. Yeah. Which isn't, is it? That's not like like a serious medical condition. It's just like 
if you like pull your hair back too much, you can get alopecia. Yeah. Um, if you wear too many hats, yep. you can have alopecia. Yeah. Like a lot of hair products. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it happens, isn't it? Doesn't it? And don't forget, yeah. she's an actor. She's how many times has she had to dye her hair and do this, do that? Yeah, so exactly. Almost, yeah. Wigs and stuff like that can cause alopecia. Yeah. So, I so it's think... not like the most serious medical. It's condition. not like it's sh- like people are acting like Chris Fuck made fun of like a cancer patient or something. yeah exactly exactly it's not like she was going for chemotherapy and had no hair and he made fun of that's not how it was man yeah and um the thing is they were all laughing about it even she was like and i think you know what i think she's very very manipulative to be honest with you I, mm-hmm. uh, the things i hear that's it's got obviously nothing to do with, with me but i think you know what i feel i feel sorry for will smith it's it, yeah I think I think, I think I think he just had like a like a like a few years of pent-up like yeah, frustrations yeah, has, yeah. and like slander and like yeah. people are like okay like no one people have been laughing at me way too much i got i finally had to stand my ground like yeah you, you motherfuckers aren't gonna laugh at me anymore yeah. even his wife has been laughing at him, isn't he like yeah and, and it was, he's been saying like he's trash he should have yeah, he's someone in, else it's a lose-lose situation for him what does he do he sits there and laugh you know he's, he's gonna get home he's gonna get beaten up mm-hmm. or he gets there he gets up takes hits him he still goes home and Jaden's like, I didn't need him to defend me. I'm like, this guy can't win. Like, just leave him alone. Yeah. Uh, I do want to watch that movie though, King Richard. It's say. a good, it's, it's a good movie. You I don't, it? I don't want to. Yeah. Okay, yeah, don't spoil it. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's. I don't want to say it's his best performance, but I'm glad he won an Oscar. Okay. Um, I just quickly just for the UK peeps and American peeps actually, and uh, Batman has dropped on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's available. It's not available here on streaming. It's available here on Sky Store. Uh, I forgot you guys a- don't have HBO Max. We don't have HBO it's Max. Crazy. No, yeah. Do yourself a favor. Do not buy it because fifteen ninety nine for a rental or for a, oh, a digital yeah. copy that is way too expensive. Yeah, just go yeah. buy the physical four K copy and have just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not available on streaming, but yeah, I wanted to watch it this whole week. Unfortunately. I thought I'd drop on uh, at least Sky Atlantic or Sky Cinema. It will probably drop over the summer break, but I'll probably, you know, a uh, physical release comes out end of May, I think. So I'll probably just cool. do that. Um, and just to wrap up, we'll just talk about a few a few gaming news. Max Payne is getting a remake. This is one yeah. that I am down for, to be honest with you. Um, I, I vaguely remember the Max Payne games, but what I remember <laughs> for them is it kind of revolutionized, obviously, bullet time. Uh, the gunplay was kind of pretty cool in, in, in that era. And this is something, this is a remake I can get behind, to be honest with you, with you. You know, we get a lot of, you know, half-hearted remakes here and there. We had the GTA trilogy, which didn't do well. They kind of changed the color palette to make it look like Fortnite, you know, whatever. Yeah, that, that those remakes were bad. Yeah, never really, you know, bought into that. But this is one that I'm pretty excited for. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not a remaster, it's a complete remake. So they are actually... I can't remember who, I think Remedy and Rockstar are going to be working on it together. I can't remember from, from the top of my head, but it's a complete remake from the ground up. And they've said they've been working on it for a few months now. So we should be expecting that. I don't think there was a release date for this, actually, but it might be out next year. Uh, and then a new Kingdom Heart. Well, two, is it two Kingdom Heart games, Mio? I'll let, you, like, take, I'll let like, you take it away. Yeah, there's like 56 Kingdom Hearts games. And the worst part about everything is they're all in point. Like they'll release an iPhone game, yeah, and they'll drop like crucial, crucial lore plot, to the universe. Lore yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna play a fucking mobile game. Like I don't have time for this. But Kingdom Hearts Four, yeah, it looks good. 
yeah. I was disappointed by the last one. I'm not gonna lie. Yep. The, it was it was like kind of a lackluster ending. Whatever. I've seen that but, clip that you sent me. It was hilarious. Which one is it? I can't remember what it was. No, it was the, the one where Donald Duck kills a guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the one. That's hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that was a pretty hilarious <laughs> clip because like he uses like a really powerful spell that's like this. These games like half uh Square Enix games, half yep. Disney games. So yeah, but um. This looks good. It's using the new Unreal Engine. I think it's Unreal Engine 5? Unreal Engine 5, yeah. Okay, so like the graphics look super, super amazing. Mm. Um, They didn't show much in the teaser trailer. It's probably going to come out in like five years or whatever. <laughs> but what they did show was the foot of a, a AT-AT walker from Star ah, Wars. Okay. So we're going to get a Star Wars world. And I'm honestly excited for that. Um, yeah. They have to do Marvel. Like, come on, do Marvel. Disney owns everything. Yeah. So, like, you know, Kingdom Hearts world where you're King- fighting with Avengers. Come on, yeah. I need it. It's Kingdom it. Hearts. Um, who's it published by? Square Enix. I yep. want to say Square oh, Enix. Square Enix did the poor Avengers, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. So, just, so they, they have gonna, the license. They have to do. They yeah, have to. Do the they have the license for it. So they did that, and didn't they do the Guardians one? Yeah, yeah. The Guardians one is really good, apparently. Yeah. So. I'm just, you know, the story at this point is so, it's so confusing. It's so like disheveled. Yep. But I still care about it, Sally. Um, yeah, I'm just, I, I just want to really see like cool worlds, like do yeah. some Pixar worlds, do some Star Wars world, mm-hmm. do some Marvel. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I think the potential is there, Endless. to be honest with you. Yeah, exactly. And um, just five more minutes here before we wrap up. Yeah. Your, I wish this was high up in the show, but your uh, Elden Ring uh, endeavors. Oh yeah, right now. Me. I've I've been watching. I watched your stream the other day. Yeah. Um, and it was hilarious, and I was so close. As I was telling you, I was so close to buying it PS5. I just mm. didn't want to get the Gran Turismo bundle, and two, I've got a lot of work, and I've only got three more weeks left. So I thought, you know what, I'll leave it aside for the time being. But update me. Yeah, right now I'm fighting the hardest boss in the game. Her name is Melania. She she reminds you every time where like at the start of the fight, she's like, My I am Melania. I've never lost a battle. I was like, okay, we know, we know. And the thing about her is like all the bosses to this point have been like pretty easy, but yeah. like she just shits on everyone. Like I've seen like a lot of lists where she's like number one on hardest soulsborne bosses. Yeah, well. And I'd have well. to I I'd have to agree. Like she's she'll hit she'll kill you in like three hits. Her if you're big, probably just one, just one, one. <laughs> yeah, because his bigger is like 20. I'm like, what are you doing, Vic? Oh, it's it's ridiculous, but like, she'll kill you in three hits. Her hits heal her, so like, yeah. if she hits you, it heals her. I'm like, come on, she's got two stages. Her well, you know, you know, you know, you know your way around that. Don't get hit, my friend. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but like, this uh, is one move you've seen it where she does like yeah, that yeah. flurry of attacks. What is I don't that? know how to dodge it. What I don't know how to dodge it. I don't know. I don't want to look at a guide either because I'm like stubborn. But I'm yeah. like, how am I supposed to dodge this? So what is that? this this is capturing that classic Souls experience where you yeah. get stuck on a boss for like days, maybe yes, even yes. weeks. Yeah. So I might be on this boss for a while, and I love it because it's yeah. a Souls game. Exactly. You're supposed to struggle on this, and exactly. it's supposed to be worth it when you finally beat them. Exactly. I've seen a lot of hot takes and people saying it's dumb that you have to die so many times and stuff like that. But that's 
part of the that's game. Part of, it's, yeah, yeah, that's part of it. And it's not just acceptance to it, it's part of the game. It's acceptance to the fact that I'm actually enjoying it. This is how some games should be. And it, it just works, man. It just mm-hmm. Why can't people just accept the fact that Elden Ring is doing good and people like it? I, don't, I, I don't, never understood. Um, and my brother's on... Well, my brother did finish New Game Plus. Do you know what he did? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, he was actually going to buy... Uh, a PS4 version just to get a platinum on the PS4 again <laughs> but he just ended up doing new game plus with a or he decided a complete new build so he's been playing that that room stinks I tell you that <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just been playing that it's so funny that, like, that game is like 100 hours he's so excited about the game and bless him like it's such a great game but when I see him play it I've seen, been seeing you uh, stream it uh, it's absolutely hilarious man like I can't wait for that game. Like honestly, I, I've been saying I, I said it to him yesterday as well. I want all the smoke on Halo. I give out the smoke, but on Elden Ring, I want the smoke. I tell you that now. I'm, I'm so tempted. I don't think I'll do it in my first build, but you know, like in the case where I finish New Game Plus, mm-hmm. I'll probably go back and do a naked build where he's just running around with like a sword. Do a naked build. The game's yeah. not that hard. Yeah, going around with a saucepan on his hat on his head, just. Yeah, yeah, it, it it's hilarious. Have you seen about Lemmy that's... solo her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's a legend. Yeah, it's oh like it was reading like an origin story of a movie. I was like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. did someone write the script for this? That... Like, he died like four hundred times in the millennia. Then he finally beats her. Then she. From software he... actually made the statue. I know that's you... so cool. I love this community. I love the Souls community. Uh, Mia, yep. that is it. I think we've covered everything for for this week's episode. Yeah, Funny yeah. enough, we always say it's going to be a short one. It ends up being uh, a pretty long one. Uh, but pleasure as always, Mia. I mm-hmm. uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And obviously, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to try and watch everything. Uh, what is it called again? Everything, everywhere. Everything, all everywhere, once. all at once. I'll try and sneak it in this week. If not, I'll definitely watch it. And we'll definitely do a review on that. But yeah, other than that, thank you for joining us this week for episode 105 of the Multiverse Podcast. For the latest news, reviews, and updates, keep it locked to our Instagram page at themultiverse.ig. Be sure to subscribe to the Multiverse podcast on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss an episode. Once again, thank you for your time. Have a great week. We'll catch you on our next episode. Peace. Peace.